to a very special episode of Good Bad Movies. Uh, today, instead of the three of us complaining about shit films, we've decided to talk about ones we really like. Yeah. Yeah. Our top? Yeah. Our top, top five. Well, I'm not really top five. Just top five know, movies top five, with an asterisk. Not above. a list. Yeah. It's, not a, it's, it's not, not a list. <laughs> it's just top five movies. Top not, five highly interchangeable not, films that we like yeah. a lot. And on a, if, it, there if is, we did this on a different day, there would be five completely different yeah. films. Yeah, there sure. is no, My list is about 50. There's no ranking. No, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no ranking. no ranking. It's just five movie, movies we each really like. We don't understand enough about ourselves to know why we like them. I've got quite a bit written down. Really? Really? No. Just a oh. couple of lines. I thought that... I wrote an essay on each movie. Wow! I know you're joking, but I wow! I, did, I didn't do that you're at all. You're going to have to write an essay. I didn't do now. that at all. I can't even spell essay. <laughs> Is it, is essay? Hey, essay. It's the friend. You just write a friend. <laughs> um, so, how, where do you want to start? Like, you go first. Pick what's one of your top five that you of your favorite movies. All right. Well, talking of top fives, I've made this joke before, but uh, definitely in the list for me is High Fidelity. John Cusack. I barely remember it. Really? <laughs> I remember it. Um, I don't remember. Jack, isn't it Jack Black's first film or something? Or? No, that no, was no, no, never no, no. a story. But yeah. Oh, really? He was in Never Ending Story 3. He was the bully. <laughs> <laughs> he was in an episode of X-Files. Anyway, how easy it is to get off topic. Um, <laughs> we're what, not even one movie What were we talking about? Yeah. I, I just... It's going to be hard to describe, but I really like High Fidelity. It's got a great soundtrack. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's really fun. It's like a film that I used to watch... What's the plot of it? Of he breakups. Get... He breaks up with his girlfriend, decides he... to do a top five breakups of all time. Oh. And, and then he goes back and revisits them all. Oh, it's fitting. Oh, okay. fitting. Yeah, yeah that's why he thing? said, speaking of top five. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my joke, and I had to describe it to everyone. I don't no pay attention to what you keep, say. Keep yeah. up. Um, and so, yeah, he, he breaks up with his girlfriend. He's really traumatic, so he goes and rates all of his breakups. Uh. Then he goes and revisits them all as yep. well. And um, and he's like a he works in a record store. His his two buddies that work there, one of which is Jack Black, and one of this which is this really awkward guy. And the two mm. of them, like the three of them, just fit so perfectly. And um, I remember like I remember enjoying Jack Black's character because he's like a massive yeah. like pretentious douche about music. Yeah, and he's always talking about his band, and his band's just a cover band. Yeah, his band at the end. Um, because he, he like makes the band in the film yeah. and he's had a poster up in the film for years yeah. like saying I'll sing and then a dude turns up and he's like completely nonchalant about it <coughs> and then they end up when he gets back together with his girlfriend at the end like towards the end of the film yeah. um, he ends up they put one of the things that they do is that she had ideas for him to like grow as a person was to put on a music show mm. and, um, and because he decides to like produce an album for these guys that rob him yeah because oh, wasn't um, he a good dj or something yeah he was a really good dj when he was younger and um and jack backs band play, band play at mm. the um at the, the the show that they put on and they do a cover of marvin gay and it's so cool i reckon it's better than marvin gay <laughs> of um uh this cage in it what cage no no mm. it was just jack black singing um did it did, did he realise that music was his true love all along? <laughs> no. no. No, it wasn't like that. But yeah, I used to watch it when I, like, as a breakup film. Um, like, the time one, you, yeah. But it kind of evolved from that because it's such a good film. Like, it's just great. I don't really know if I can say anything more than that. Yeah. 
I remember, I remember enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen it once, but I remember liking it's it. It's really quotable as well. It's really good fun. John Cusack's character is really, like, he's such a dick, but he's, like, a really lovable dick. And he kind of grows to be better as the film goes on. And so you get to, you grow to like him. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's is such it? a cool age as well. I love collecting CDs. It's, like, so much about that film is just, like... All right, uh, I'm going to go for one of mine. One of mine, this one should be the best one for me because I watched it today. Mm-hmm. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Could I add a bit of trivia to this? You can. Please we, do. We are notorious of just talking over a movie and not understanding what is going on. It's, no, we <laughs> do that for shit. For movies that we know are going to be quite shit. But then we, we sometimes that. if we want to watch a movie, we have to watch it in our room because everyone yeah, talks. Yeah, oh, any movie I actually want to see, I don't watch yeah. with you guys. But then this is the one movie where we had about four or five of us. Yep. And none of us talked. We shut up for an hour and 40 minutes yeah. because and this, this movie we were so this movie just like sucks you in. It we is were like enrap- we were raptured by this. Raptured. Like in, we literally in, got t- struck. In, in, enraptured is, is that a word? I don't think that's a word. <laughs> and email in if that's a word. Yeah. Um, email me on my website. One of the zone. things that I've realised from from doing the podcast is that you have no attention span and you just go on your phone. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> within ten kidding. minutes. No. <laughs> up memes. No, shit films don't deserve my attention. They do if you do a podcast about them. I can get by with. Uh, no, no, no you, I can read the cliff fair. notes. That's what I'm doing when I'm on my phone. Just reading the cliff notes. Wicking it. Anyway, that does make us sound like hacks. You realise that? Reading like massive hacks. Reading the trivia on IMDb. Yeah. No, that's fun, though. Anyway. To do one after. of the things I realised is that, like, you guys really came to watching stuff a much earlier age than I did. Mm. Like, like there's heaps of, like, really popular things that I never really saw. Like, I honestly don't think I'd properly watched Back to the Future before the other day. Uh, there was huge chunks of that I didn't remember at all. No, my childhood was pretty bad. I just keep watching the same thing. Yeah. Fifth like, Element? Like, yeah, I watched Fifth Element probably every second weekend in high school <laughs> no seriously that's not, said, that's not normal I had it on Blu-ray and like every time after rugby I just put it on <laughs> it is a bloody good movie I'll yeah. give you and like I Terminator really 2 because it was on much. every weekend on Channel 10 oh, really? no, there's Terminator a classic. 2 yeah but see there's like I've never seen The Godfather before there's so I've many never, films that I just I've don't, don't want to admit to not seeing you just watch the first two yeah I've, I've, I've actually never seen the third one because everyone says it's shit really? Yeah. yeah, but there's these I've huge chunks of films that I've never, yes. huge swades of films that's I've never same. seen. I've never seen Goodfellas. No, but that's one. See, of the, I've that's, that's one of the few I haven't seen. Really? Mm. I remember actually one movie. Actually, no, I'll get to that after. There's I want to see Heat. Anyway, yeah, Heat's oh, one of the big ones I haven't yeah. seen. Oh, Heat, really? Heat is yeah. amazing. I know. I'm, I'm aware it's amazing, but I still you do need to set aside a chunk of your day. Yeah, watch it in shifts. Didn't you say yeah, have a sandwich and then come back? I honestly think if a movie is three hours and it's quite long. With the exception of like maybe Magnolia, because that movie it could go for four. I didn't. Yeah, I, it, it, that movie could go for four hours, and it's you'd that still nearly made my list. It was I've so close. Seen yeah, Magnolia, and, and there will this be. This is just going to be me admitting I've never seen films. You okay? Basically, what you need to do is IMDb Paul Thomas Anderson and, and watch, watch all any. seven of his movies. He doesn't any, do many movies, any but any they're all films. good. He has quite a few. He has like seven movies. Um, Inherent Vice. After we do one. this, literally. Okay. Hard, hard aces. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to go through? No, you're sighing. Hard aces. No. Boogie Nights, uh, Magnolia. Magnolia, There Will Be Blood, Punch Drunk Love. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to see Punch Drunk Love. Uh, I already I'm said. Re- oh, really Magnolia. You already said Magnolia. Oh, did I? You said it after. Inherent Vice, that's six, and The Master. So seven. Um, there's more than that. I swear. There's seven. There's seven, God, there's more there's seven baby. I really didn't like uh, There Will Be Blood very much. I'll have to watch it again. Could you slap him? It's on my list. 
really. Can you just slap him? <laughs> like a very slow like, yeah. yeah, just no, like no, lightly. Wait. You go ah after ah slapped him. <laughs> that was. Um, uh, you, you know, I've been thinking about this. The other thing we should do after this is we should do filmmakers. Touch like around? Film, no. I'll we just, could just watch filmmakers. We that's easy. We've just been doing ourselves. I've already been doing that. George Lucas. Yeah, no. <laughs> I watched Magnolia and like, then... I was, would be happy to do... I would be happy to do a Tarantino one, mm. but you be aware that I will dislike everything. <laughs> so you don't like Pulp Fiction? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. I watched Reservoir Dogs the other day and I didn't dislike it. <laughs> You're coming around already. I didn't hate it. Was it. because it wasn't very Tarantino. It was mm. just a film. It was like, yeah, but new ones are just fucking detest anyway. What I was saying earlier is, with the exception of very few movies, like if a movie's three hours, most of the time you do need, you need, do need to apply the sandwich rule. Like no matter how good it is, at about halfway through you need to go and make a sandwich just to break it up. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't if know I why find myself I'm alt- talking about Glenn Gary yeah, Glenn Ross. Again. Yeah, sorry. Um, if I find myself alt tabbing, I know I'm not enjoying the movie. Even if it's a subconscious thing. The, I've been watching films in here in my room yeah. while I've been doing jobs in here, like washing, oh. washing. Because washing, like, look at the room, it's clean. But normally it's there's fucking piles of shit everywhere. And if I find my, myself sitting down, I know it's a good movie. Okay. As opposed to like standing up. Usually, you, if you're doing that, you put on movies you've already seen before. Mm. You just yeah. you just throw yeah, on Con the, Air. Normally, I or The Rock. They would be the God, best. I didn't even write them down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Glengarry See, Glenn Ross. That's, you, that's why your way is inferior. Glengarry Glenn, Glenn Ross is based on a play, and it's actually written by the movie is written by the I same know. guy who wrote the play. That's why it's so good. But it's about a bunch of people who work for a. Uh, like a, a real estate company and they sell real estate that's they the whole sell, plot of the movie they sell like land I think they sell land yeah well yeah I think that could be categorized as yeah, real no, estate they don't sell houses they sell land and but that's a different type of realtor so the entire thing is basically just is just dialogue which it's just an hour and 40 minutes of dialogue isn't it kind basically. of like a scam kind of thing like they're trying to sell bad land well I'm not sure they never go into like the mm. quality of the land I remember they did for a little bit but they they're essentially people who like they get put under an enormous amount of pressure by Kevin Alec Spacey. Baldwin's character and Kevin Spacey. Alec Baldwin's character is like the no big head play. honcho. Kevin Spacey's like the middleman. Yeah, and they, so Alec Baldwin's not even in the play. Oh. They get put under an enormous amount of pressure. These um, like few characters, and it's just like how they deal with it and what they do to sell. And they're all about closing. The word closing is mentioned in the film probably like 150 t- to 200 times. What closing is when they was, is when the customer signs the contract yeah. and they get these things called leads. I think this is some trivia. I'm pretty sure it's this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is like they tried to give Alec Baldwin an Oscar for that five minutes he was in. Right. Because it was so intense. They wanted to give like a minor character Oscar yeah. just because he was so... Huh. I didn't read that oh, but really? wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Because he wasn't in the play but, and he was in the movie for five minutes and he stole the show. Really? Yeah. He's like, what's my he name? Fuck you, that's my name. He comes in and he gives all of them, Just all of the characters, really a big speech. He gives them a big speech about how they're basically like pieces of shit because they haven't so been closing good. enough. I, you have to just watch it, really. Mm. But basically, there's like, you got a, watch. you've got different characters who sort of like approach it differently. You've got like one character who's sort of an an older guy old and Gil. he is just he's like old Gil he's played by Jack Lemon, and he is just extremely desperate and he's yeah, he's hopeless do you basically. remember old Gil from Simpsons he's like See, he's Simpsons essentially old Gil I really watched much and then you've got Ed Harris and this other guy who sort of they turn to more um, 
illegal Dirty. means yeah. of of doing things. Well, basically, it's all about leads. You get they get these you get they get these cards that are leads, and they're like people who are interested in properties. And you got good leads, and you, and you got shit some, leads. Yeah. They get shit leads who are like people who are usually like kind of crazy, or people who don't have any money or something. But the good leads are people who are like more rich and are more like would be. There's a higher chance of them buying land, so it's always like people are always going. All the characters are going crazy for the good leads, and like because they're all, they haven't all been selling, they don't get the good leads. So everyone's like, I'll do and everyone are doing. They're doing anything for the good leads. Jesus. And yeah, this it is where, so intense for a it's movie fucking about intense. Real oh yeah. Well, the thing is, it, you never see the land or anything. It's just yeah. about them talking to each other and them talking to customers, and you see them going to the the house of like possible customers and you didn't talk them. About Al Pacino's character. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. And like they, um, you see them like they they lie and cheat and make shit up, just to try and get them to sell. They do anything. They'll do anything because this is like their salary. This is their this is their wage. And there's also like a competition. If you sell the most, then you get this car. It's a Cadillac. Cadillac yeah. If you come second, you get a set of knives. If you come third, you're you're fired. Mm. And so for these people, it's just like this is this is their, and it's set in the eighties. So like. Yeah it's really it's a really cool like backdrop and it's all like it's the whole film it's set at night and it's set under like heavy rain so there's all these like neon lights of the city and stuff isn't there only two sets the bar across the road and the real estate pretty oh, two or three I read that the most expensive part of the movie was just the amount of rain the, like because the rain's not real it's yeah. all part of the machine that but it's pretty amazing it's now I think about it that added so much to the atmosphere yeah oh, when I watched it today for the second time I was like holy shit like mm. just bits in the car where they're talking like Ed Harris is talking to the other guy and Ed Harris is always talking about how much of an outrage the company is and he sort of comes up with a scheme to steal the good leads and uh, I won't go into more spoilers could, but I, could I plug it it looks amazing YouTube channel yeah. it's every frame of painting ah oh, yep it's great and it's, it's, it just tells like the shit your, your mind picks up on Oh, and it's like the importance yeah. of chairs and the importance of like nothing of like yeah. where you put your character in the frame yeah and yeah it's just amazing like he talked about drive no <clears throat> yeah drive and it's like you see in Ryan Gosling oh, and he just cuts off half half of the movie and like that scene looks so different if you focus on that side whereas that scene looks so yeah. different yeah. it's like how they f- the frame yeah he, he did like an awesome uh, video on Michael Bay Bayham I think he calls it but anyway, it's like basically you're hypnotized for an hour and forty minutes because it's just like you're fully in. Even every, from, from the get go, from the introduction of the movie, mm-hmm. it starts off um, within like a minute. You're like, I'm in. This is like, the, this is too good. Al yeah, Al Pacino's character. So he's like his character. He's like one of the top the closers. Shot. He's the hot shot. Yeah, and so he's like he's. On number one in terms of winning this prize because he's got the most closes and you see him work like work this guy um, getting him to buy some land like you see what he does and it's just like it's uh, it's, it's insane drunk. it's insane how far he goes like he just be- he befriends people and then um, yeah a lot of stuff goes down with him him at the end but he's Al Pacino is fucking amazing in it like he's just classic but 80s Pacino amazing. yeah Ed Harris Jack Lemmon uh, who else is in this? Jack Lemmon, Ed Harris, Alec Baldwin, Al Pacino, Kevin Spacey. That's why we watched this because we were doing the Spacey yeah. movies. Um, yeah, Kevin Spacey's fair. amazing in it. He's such a like a slimy douchebag, and it's glorious because he's always he's always like one step ahead. It's and great. the reveal with this 
with the cards was so good. God, I just keep thinking the cards. Of yeah. Didn't he give them all bad cards because he wants them all to get fired? No, the cards. They all knew they were getting shit cards because they oh, weren't getting okay. the good cards because they were too they were, shit. Yeah, no. And that's why Ed Harris was like, we can't get the good Alec cards. Baldwin we can't getting... get better cards because we have the shit cards. Didn't he give all the good cards to Alec Baldwin or something? No, Alec Baldwin's the boss. He doesn't sell. I thought he did sell. No. he's like He came in and said, I can sell. I think he used to. I don't think he's... Um... I'm pretty sure he still he's sells. Like a, he's management. I didn't think that he was he was mm. someone who sells. Yeah, well, I'm going I think he did. I, so I think long. he did, but now he's worked yeah. his way up. But anyway, it's an it's an amazing film. I think it's like, well, that that is actually one of my favorites. Like, that if we did this in a week's time, that would be on there again. I reckon, should watch it. Yeah, it, well, I think my list. Is, it's Im- it's amazing. My list is huge, but I kind of know the five that I'll talk about, and they'd definitely be on the list again in a week. Yeah, same um, with mine. Mine are probably not much interchangeable. All right, what's yours? What's your what's your one? Boogie Nights. Ding, ding, ding. That's P.T. Anderson. Yeah, it's a classic. Have you seen, has everyone seen Boogie Nights? I've seen Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is the porn one. Yeah. It? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it was great. But, anyway. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's fucking amazing. So why is it amazing? Please, enlighten me. See, this is hard. Just Paint a picture in my mind with everything your Everything I like about it is amazing. Maybe describe it. Everything you like about um, it is the one, amazing. The one, sh- yeah, the one shots, the casting, the music. The music. But, penis. but if someone's never his, seen his it. prosthetic penis yeah. at the end. <laughs> But so it's a movie set in the seventies about a guy. It's about seventies porn where um, Burt Reynolds <laughs> owns a porn company, and then he he meets Marky Mark, who can like he, jack, has a, he can jack off on cue, like he can keep coming whenever he wants to. And he has like a he has, he has a large really schlong, dick, yeah, large prosthetic schlong. Yeah. And it's kind of about him becoming like the top porn actor, mm. and him and John C. Riley are like buddy cops. I really like. Uh, the char- uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character yeah. in that movie—it's oh, pretty yes. awesome. Yeah, that's everyone in it is good. What's everyone. that guy? Um, what's the guy from Jurassic Park Three? Oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn? No, <laughs> no. Oh, he's in Jurassic Park, <laughs> Park oh, Three—the guy, the, the Peyton Tiles Plus guy. You know? Oh, William H Macy. William H Macy. Yeah. His character he, is amazing. That scene in yeah. Boogie Nights his where his wife just keeps cheating. It's on a him, long shot yeah. of like him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He it's just walks start. through the house, gets a gun. Yeah, and that's then, what I'm saying. Boom. The, the one shot of Burt Reynolds walking through the club. Yeah. The one shot of William H Macy walking in, seeing his wife bang another guy. Yeah. Goes back to his car, gets a gun, comes back, shoots his wife, and then shoots himself in the head. Yeah, it's fucked, but See, amazingly I really, shot. I can't. I don't know why that's. Isn't there? What's the relationship? there? A, I need to watch it again. The relationship between Marky Mark and Julianne Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore is that's, my number one waifu. She she is amazing. Yeah. Even in her age now, she yeah. is amazing. Mm. And just acting. She's like a fine looks, wine. She fine. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> she is like a fine wine. She's fine, all right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she's like, she's got severe like problems like her kid got taken away because she's doing porn because mm. porn's like still looked down upon in the 70s or still looked down upon now but <laughs> I don't, it was yeah. looked down upon more so that was like a moral thing so they took their kid, her kid away so then she treats like Marky Mark like a kid and then he bangs her and then there's this chick on rollerblades who she like becomes the mother to her at the end have you seen The Kids Are Alright? it's a really yeah. good movie with Julianne Moore no. also there's a movie I saw like last year it's called uh what Maisie knew it's like a smaller movie but Julianne Moore is amazing in it pretty much actually no she's good in anything essentially have you, have you seen um, Seventh Son no she in that 
Oh god. She was. Um, I'm never gonna watch that creature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a film that she was in. It was Gone Girl. Gone. That's no, not Julia Alice. Moore. Still Alice. Gone Girl's fucking amazing. Yeah. No. Still Alice yep. is the one where she has mm. um, dementia. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I'm just but saying, yeah. I'd recommend watching that. Uh, I also would. That it's a great. Yeah. Mm. Paul Thomas Anderson, another one anything, of his. Yeah, anything amazing. he does, I'll generally like. Mm. It's great. Yeah, also, Thomas go. Thomas Jane isn't that, isn't he? Is Thomas Jane? Yeah, he's nice? like he's the awesome. drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, because there's a whole because um, Burt Reynolds has like a well, Marky Mark has a confrontation of Burt Reynolds, and then he gets kicked out, and then Marky Mark like goes downhill, and he's like trying to rob this drug dealer who's played by the devil in Constantine. Uh, really? Yeah, and he's got like this gay little Taiwanese guy who's always firing firecrackers and shit. <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> Well, that was, yeah, that I can't really, good. I can't really go into movies. I think no, I think you went into a fine. Yeah, yeah. that was fine. Well, I just talked about the characters in it. That's all you need. Just talk about yeah. whatever you like. I mean, it's we're not we're not professional. Yeah, we're not ebits. The entire atmosphere, the music, the visuals, everything. Yeah, I'd say it's a near perfect movie. All right, what's your next one? Um, so let's say segue from atmosphere and visuals. Okay. To Scott Pilgrim vs. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, that's a perfect segue. Okay. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is on your list. I hundred percent. You mean Ramona? You don't like it for anything other than Ramona, right? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, so it's I good, think this is one of good. the best fun movies I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I watched this. I watched this again about a month ago. And I was giggling like a little girl the entire way. Was this when we won holiday? No, no. That's where we watched Scott Pilgrim then. No, we didn't. We, we didn't. No. Oh no, we actually did a bit. We watched a lot of it. Oh really? Because it just came on. Oh, I don't remember that. I would watch it again. Anyway, we why, did. Why is I, it good? We're, we're well, not going to talk about. Zoom. Yeah. Um. I think. It's... All right, that's good. Uh, no. <laughs> well, it's Edgar Wright, so there's yeah. the first thing, yeah, right? Yeah, the first thing. There's the first That's the first tick. Yep. That actually tick. That is the reason for a lot of the reasons that I is, like it. That's the reason it's so good. That's what? like why I like Booking Nights. No, that's not even necessarily PG true. Um, like I think Michael Sarah is like pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't like him in it. Really? What? How can you not like him in that I don't movie? No, I just don't like Michael Sarah that much. Mm. I no, loved really him in Youth and Revolt. He yeah. was perfect in Youth Another in the one that was that was on the shortlist. Yeah. So anyway, go on. Um, I think like we joked about Hamish enjoying the colours of Pixel, but <laughs> the this the way that this movie is portrayed with like video games, the video games, and like the noise, like the I fights. remember. Oh, um, when when Mark Fennell reviewed the Grand Budapest Hotel, Ooh. name drop. Yeah, name drop. Um, he said like there should be a word to describe walking into the cinema and within five minutes knowing that the film that you're watching is going to be one of your favourite films of all time. I think and it's just called This is a Gooden. That's, it's called, that's it's called a Gooden. That's no, it's just, just that's a Gooden. A Gooden. You're like a Gooden. Yeah. No, okay, Gooden. Anyway. Um, I would really Grand Budapest would be like art. Some yeah. of the scenes. Yeah, and but but Scott Pilgrim, like the opening sequence of Scott Pilgrim with the song, yeah. and then like them talking around the table, and the like Zelda noises going off in the background, and See, I like yeah, I, I just I loved every second of that. I film. thought it was a bit too much. Really? Yeah. Nah, I saw that film three times at the cinemas. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, and, but 
haven't done that since like, Star Trek 09. Every time there's like a little quip, and then there's like a, zap, a video game noise, and then the guy. But it didn't go on the whole time. It, it did just, though. It, it did. was just that first scene. Uh, but then they, the guards exploded in coins, and he's like, "Oh, money!" Yeah, see, I don't, I don't that's like part that. of the fun. But like, I like the DJ fight and that. Oh, really? That was, was probably the bit I disliked. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a bit too anime the, for in me. In the comics, well, the first there's fight. no DJ No, the fight. DJ. Uh, no, oh, the, the yeah. And there's like a giant dragon. And it's like yeah. a I like the anime. first fight in this. The, in, that's, that's not even in the comics at all. Because yeah. it's in the comics that that fight goes on for like six months. Oh, right. And um, the two of the twins, uh, they make robots. And so they keep sending robots against him and he kills them all and then finally gets the shits and like beats them up. But it was like at, at a point where Ramona and he hadn't broken up. Anyway, generally it's about um, character Scott Pilgrim. He meets a chick. She has seven evil exes that build a league to uh, fight anyone who becomes her new boyfriend. Mm. Does he become he them if he breaks up? I get the impression from the movie it's like that's like the way it, it works in, in, in that Canada. world. Well, in Canada, yeah. <laughs> oh, then yeah. I get that joke. Yeah. Well, that in joke. the universe of the movie, it's like that's a normal thing because isn't there a no, reference? Remember, no, I remember she says something about she asked Michael Sarah Scott something else, and she was like, "Did you dump some about dumping someone?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I kicked him, and his body, his his like his body yeah. hit like skimmed across the curvature he, of the earth." He, I kicked him. Just so like hard it's happened you before. Could see the curvature of the yeah, like yeah. so. Is that just like a normal no, thing? No, that's. No, that was um, in the movie. They made it as a joke, like he was saying it. Oh, okay. But in the, in the comics, it actually happened. Right. And I think it was, um, it was Kim, the drummer. Right. Um, and sh- and like she got, it was like a scene to prove how powerful a fighter he was. Right. Because you never really see that. He just starts beating people up. And I see. Like yeah. But in, in the comics, he um. He, he like one of the one of the female characters. I think it was Kim. Mm. He got kidnapped by like a rival gang from a different school, yeah. and he went over there and killed like effectively killed like a hundred people on his way up to fight this big bad guy. And he kicked the big bad guy so hard that he could see the curvature of the earth. I see. And then he rescued her, and anyway. then they didn't date in the end or something okay. like that. All right, right, yeah. But see, it's just so fun. Yeah. Like, I think Kim was my favourite character was, in that movie. Kim was very really? funny. Oh, no, Wallace, the gay roommate. Yeah, see, I don't think he was that funny. Really? Was I think good. he was a bit much when he was, like, texting. Yeah. Um, that That's funny, though. Honestly, that, there's that. not a bit of that film I didn't enjoy. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. It is good. I ain't hating Pyre. Hmm. I like, uh... What's his name? Who's always in... Fuck. He's in Bored to Death. Jason Schwartzman. Oh, yeah. He is great in it. He was a great... He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing I'd seen with him and pretty much everything I've seen with him. I remember when I first went to the movies and saw that, like... When it got to the first fight with the um yeah, the with the with the pirate guy, yeah, that was my favorite. That was my favorite scene. <laughs> it got like, to that. It's not a race, guys. Yeah, hey, it's not yes. a race. <laughs> so sad. It's not but, a race, guys. But when it when it got to that scene and they started like flying and there was like fireballs and yeah. stuff, the guy in front of me in the cinema was like, "What?" <laughs> like he just suddenly he was just like, "No, I I refuse to believe this reality." Oh, I but love him. And he was that. like, he was actually like shrugging, like going like I'm, like physically <laughs> I've confused. Never seen this trailer. He was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I was like, "Bro." But prior to that, it. everything prior to that is like normal. Yeah. And then there's like a mystical being that yeah. can call up demons. It's almost pirates are in this year. It's yeah. good that like 
the universe is just the world is so fucking weird yeah. like at the end how he just goes back in time and does it again sort of thing yeah like he gets a he, he like dies he dies then comes he back he got a life earlier and then when does life. that happen in a movie and it's not like no, shit yeah. it's rare yeah. it's rare for that to be, for you to be able to do that and like um, the audience to buy it Oh, let's fuck it. No, 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 no. You said when does it no. happen in a movie that's good? And I said Transformers. He didn't... I didn't even put it He went to Transformers Heaven. Oh, he did go back. to Transformers Heaven in the second one. I didn't even put And then put the Transformers the were like, Sam, you, know, you I are was the chosen one. I like how he went to Transformers Heaven. I was... Uh, yeah, that... Why not normal Heaven? Because that's not Transformer Heaven. Yeah. It was. Um, I, I was actually worried about putting Transformers on the list. Like... Of best movies... Of movies that I enjoy. Because he likes Of oh, the Michael Bay one. The Michael Bay one, number one, is yeah. actually pretty good. Kill kill me. <laughs> Send help. No, if I was going to do any one, I was going to do the 1984 one. The Glam Metal. Release me. <laughs> I agree that's a good one. It's yeah, good. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Doesn't it have Austin Wells and, like, Leonard mm-hmm. Nimoy? Yep. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy. Galvatron. <laughs> and then he um, Megatron into someone else. Yeah. Right. Me? Number two. Yeah. All right, number two for me is. Wait, you're done for us? Yeah. Right. yeah. There will be blood. I'll just I'll just start gushing. I'm not careful. <laughs> <laughs> there will be blood. I'll take the I took the plot of IMDb. You know I've said this before. I watched I watched There Will Be Blood and I didn't enjoy it at all. Oh. Who'd you watch it with? Tim. Um, well, that might be. But first we were one. going bowling afterwards. You got a, Oh, wasn't this in like two thousand and seven? We were sort of the cinema. So watch like, it again by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need to do. But I just remember coming out and just going, mm. You, I, I feel like you watched this quite a while ago. Was it, was, it? it was at the cinema. Yeah, but, so, and this came out in 07, so. I watched it in 07. Yeah. We were much younger back then. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So IMDb, a story of family, religion, hatred, oil, and madness, focusing on the turn of the century prospector in the early days of the business. Isn't it Plainview? Huh? Isn't it Plainview? Someone yeah, Plainview. Plainview. It's... It's sort of like slightly similar to why Glengarry Glen Ross is good, where it's like, it's, except, uh, maybe not. It's like a lot of it's dialogue driven, but then at the same time, there's a lot that's conveyed with no dialogue. It's just about a horrible human being, basically, who is above all a businessman and sacrifices everything else around him for oil. Including his son. (laughs) Yeah, spoilers. Including his son. There's someone who sums it up pretty well in IMDb. His main opposition is a guy named Eli Sunday, who's played by Paul Dano. You mean classic Paul Dano? <laughs> classic Paul Dano. And Paul Dano is like, he's a priest. So Eli Sunday is one of a pair of twins whose family farm, so whose family farm Daniel purchases for the major oil deposit located on it. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. a twin. So he buys Eli's land. Mm. Um, uh, so Eli's a local preacher and self-proclaimed faith healer. Uh, he wants the money from the sale of the property to finance his own church. The lives of the two competitive men clash as Daniel pumps oil off the property and tries to acquire all the surrounding land at bargain prices to be able to build a pipeline to the coast, and as a- and as Eli tries to build his own religious empire. So it's like, there's a lot going on. It's it's sort of him versus Eli, sort of. Um, he just does anything in his anything he can to get more wealth to get more oil and to basically destroy Eli who is a man who is like just has good intentions for the town and he basically tries to he fucking kind of, destroy him he like purposely just he like takes on Eli yeah. as an enemy yeah. because of the fact that he's so good it's 
Yeah, it, I should also add, it's essentially what they would call a character study, and that it focuses on one character for the whole movie, and it's like... You know, you talking about this has made me appreciate that film a lot more, <laughs> just from memory. Yeah. Because I remember it all, but I just remember it all like being kind of boring. Being sold at the very first scene when he finds the oil and the guy dies. <laughs> yeah. And he just like, as soon as he yeah, finds the, the oil... It's like t- it has the perfect introduction. There's yeah. like no dialogue for about 15 minutes. It's like a switch. He just goes from like normal to like... Yeah, he finds insane. oil and his... Um, yeah, like his like pers- the person he's the, the, the person who's working. Like Daniel yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is, uh, and yeah. he's fucking amazing. But yeah, the it's start like the old prospectors, so they had gold fever and like, yeah, other people. There's no yeah. dialogue for about 15 minutes, and it's just him digging and mining by himself, like before he was a big businessman, and with like, his friend or something. His friends are basically just human tools to him. Like if they die in the process, it doesn't matter. He's just like I've got oil, and then he has a. Does he adopt the kid or he has the kid? I think he has the kid. I can't remember. It's been a, been a, it's been a little while since I've seen it. But yeah, a lot happened. He, his son is very secondary to his like, in terms of his priorities, and so there's a lot that goes on with his son that I think I won't go into for spo- the sake of spoilers. But there's some pretty intense well, and emotional scenes with his son. You might as well say spoilers because we've been spoiling. It yeah, ones. we should. Yeah. I think we need to add a tag at the start that just says spoilers. Yeah. Well, isn't that with all and our entire podcast? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But at the, we need to specify it at the start of this one because people might get annoyed. The three people we have listening might get annoyed. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty amazing, and it's P.T. Anderson who we've already talked about, and he's incredible. Like it looks amazing, and the ending is one of the best endings to any movie I think I've ever seen <laughs> it's a fucking incredible ending at the bowling alley mm. I'm done no the end milkshakes yeah the milkshake scene his milkshakes brings all the boys to the yard I drank it up <laughs> oh. right, he over. fucks over Eli so much and then kills him isn't doesn't he like purposefully try and get Eli to like do a money grab yeah and then I think he tries to corrupt yeah he tries to corrupt yeah him. that's the yeah. thing he doesn't just try and destroy Eli he yeah. tries to turn him into a monster yeah. as well ah uh. and then he succeeds doesn't he or does he not succeed no he doesn't uh, succeed I think he doesn't and then, and then he, he kills, kills him, him with a bomb pin <coughs> or something happens. I've yeah. noticed in my list that a lot of my movies involve terrible people doing terrible things <laughs> like it's just so interesting to watch when yeah, it's see, done well but that's why I was asking before that's because villains like, are so fun yeah a good villain is better than a good hero I reckon mm. or like a proper like villain who feels the like the best an villains person. are the ones who you start like siding with <laughs> yeah you know we never checked before before whether or not any of our like ours line up <laughs> What do you mean they line up? Like, whether we've got the same... Oh, we, we, definitely, oh. we definitely know. No, no we won't. Really. Anyway, that's there will be our, our opinions are too different. Uh, I'd say they are. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think all, all of the films that I... All of the work that I film we can talk about. Yeah, we, all we, we all enjoy it, yeah. But we we wouldn't say that's our favourite movie. Yeah. yeah. We're just two different people. Three different people. There's three of us here. Yeah, but we're two different. We're all two double O. Us yeah. three are two different. Yeah, that's exactly... That's pretty yeah, much I what know. I said. That's the end of part one, folks. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot to say. So, we'll see you in part two. Yeah, we've still got more coming. Part two. Oh, Everything. Stolen. <laughs> stolen. Cut that out. <laughs> see, yeah. <laughs>